Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit. And we're group. back. Welcome to Power Moves, episode 208. I'm your host, Mike Burns. You're welcome. Joining me all the way from Yeehaw, Dallas, Texas. <laughs> it's your boy, Gnarly Zach. What's up, baby? <laughs> Welcome back to the program. Yeah, man. Figure we, good to be back. Dude. I I wanted to check in with you. I wanted to get a recap because we have you on Monday Night Beers and we hear about, you know, that you're in a different location now, but we don't divulge as much uh, personal things on yeah. that program. And that's not to say that, you know, we don't learn about each other's lives, but there's a certain line uh, on Monday Night Beers that isn't crossed as far as uh, divulging. Oh, <laughs> there's, cer- there's certain things. <laughs> well, I love it when we do that show that you know, it's me, Vince, Pop, and Nar, and there'll be some some topic that leans a little dirtier. <laughs> And I just sit there and look at the screen and wait for Gnarly. And I can tell you're like looking at me. <laughs> yes, I'm just like, you gonna say it? Am I gonna say it? Like, are we gonna do this? <laughs> are we gonna rip this we gonna off? Bum, we gonna bum them out? <laughs> bum them out or uh, uh, make Pop uncomfortable? Pop call us too horny. Like, you guys are being too horny. <laughs> like, I don't know any other way. Mm <laughs> Uh, Can't beat it. There's a brand new episode of Cards. Episode 45 is on Patreon right now. That came out on, uh, when whenever you're listening to this, came out on Wednesday, or no, Thursday. Taping this on Thursday. That came out this morning. And then there might be another show tomorrow, a preview, ep- preview football show with C.J. Sullivan. It, it's a lot for my brain to... to to wrap my head do you know about this card show have i ever told you what this thing i'm doing on patreon is no you just like roast people right yeah it's pretty much like like you and your like crew of buddies that you know like Mm -hmm. not us but like your other your homies yeah and if you had homies if you had a show with the big homies about the big homies (laughs) and all you did was just bag on all of them like stuff you might not even say to their face, but some stuff you would. But then other people listen to it, and then mm-hmm. they also listen to it and get all steamed and pissed off the next day. <laughs> <laughs> that's the joy of cards. So if you want to subscribe, if you're, if you're already a subscriber, go ahead and get into that. Now, you've uh, relocated uh, up out of nowhere. You, 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 yeah, man. <laughs> you're just gone. You're gone from... From what? Well, not home. Not from. I don't live there anymore. <laughs> you. Ha- yeah, man. I left. I left everything I knew, dude. So you want to? You want to give me a, a recap on that, or you want to? You want to? Pretty break, much like that story. What down? was last year? T- last year was twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. Yes. Yeah, I like fucked my life up like really bad. Had like a an out of control heavy cocaine addiction. I didn't realize. <laughs> well, that's usually how cocaine addictions yeah. work. You. Ruined my engagement, a bunch of other shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't affect my work, but then it did. Like when shit hit the fan with her, yeah, I wish her the best. But uh, yeah, I was like trying to work things out. That's why I was gone for a bit, like getting clean and shit. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't re- pretty much repair like the damage I've done. So then it was just like people were trying to tell me to like stay and like fix things with like myself there. But I was just like, nah, I just need to get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, I don't want to be in Whittier. Right. Because, like, once you lose your spot in L.A., like, you're kind of fucked, you know? Yeah. Yeah, finding and a new just... apartment is an absolute nightmare. It's an impossible. Yeah, and, like, my car, like, had a converter got jacked, like, a bunch of bullshit I didn't want to deal with. And I was like, you know what, dude? Like, I'm going to reach out to my family. And they, like, reached out to me, too, who over here in Texas on my dad's side. And they're like, yeah, just come stay with us and, like, get your shit together again. So that's like what I did. I just fucking packed up, 
Got a one-way ticket, flew down out here, and I've been here for about maybe three weeks tomorrow. I love it. I think this is all very healthy. Yeah, I mean, I feel a lot better. Some people might be like, well, you're running away from your problems, but I've always been one to do this exact same thing. I've done this. I I did this in New York. I was just burnt out of New York, and I Mm -hmm. – I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna like get a different apartment and like start over. Like the hole was too deep, so I just mm-hmm. packed up two bags and I flew to Los Angeles. That's how I got there. And then I lived on a, yeah, just, a love seat for like a year. It's <laughs> it was like two hundred bucks a month. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I just packed up my suitcase, left a bunch of shit at my mom's, and just like I said, just flew down here. <sighs> Figure shit out. Mm, found work already which is sick but, i mean there's just too much like enabling for me back home mm-hmm. which like is not anyone's fault but my own right i just like had to get away from all that shit and come out here and i'm like and i'm in a lot better headspace like doing the show with you guys helps a lot because like, i don't really know anyone out here i'm just hanging out right well i know people where i live now but i mostly just hang out because yeah <laughs> even if you like what? What's to do? What are you gonna do? You don't know anything. Oh, uh, here you probably have more things to do than I, I do here. But all my friends have kids and shit, or <laughs> they don't live here anymore. So it's freeing. Yeah, man. Like it's over here now. Got a pretty sweet bar back gig. Yesterday's my first day. I checked out that bar. It's, it looks fucking incredible. Oh, dude, it reminds me of home so much, which is like kind of bad, but also like really good. Right. And then, like, I'm already meeting people through there, like, connection-wise, like, in the industry. Like, cooking out here is totally different than cooking back home. Like, back home, I was getting, like, 20 an hour plus tips. And then here, it's, like, no tips. And you get 15 to, like, $17 an hour. Right. Like, how does anyone live on this shit? Right. Yeah. You're like, oh, no, there's no there's no federal tax or whatever the fuck or state income. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I need to eat, dude. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, 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 could, you could go to a smaller place. I'm sure there's tons of little towns in texas you could skedaddle out to and yeah but this bar feels right oh, they're like happy sure. to have me there and i'm just like hanging out making hot dogs just cleaning shit shooting the shit with people yeah it's a hot dog bar which is yeah looks so exciting to me that sounds no, that's, that's a, sweet dude that's exactly what i want i don't need like a big fucking meal when i go to the bar I want yeah. give me a, like one or two hot dogs and I, i'm good and then i just go back to drinking yeah, it's like a, a excuse me, like a classier dive bar, I would say. Like the owners <laughs> keep being like, it's not a dive, and I'm just like, okay, sure, buddy. Yeah, it's a dive bar that they made it more hip and have actual good cocktails. I think is yeah, it reminds me of TG a lot. Mm-hmm. And then they dumb it down a little with the hot dog gimmick because it's such an easy food process that you don't have to. You don't have a full kitchen going, and you just get a yeah. you get a hot dog roller. <laughs> you call it a day. Yeah, throw that shit on there. Wait like ten minutes, good to go. Right, right. Yeah, it's pretty sweet, man. Like during closing time yesterday, like we get the blaze cigs indoors, and I was like, this fucking rules, dude. Oh, that's super exciting. That's fuck what- yeah. Like I saw, I saw the ashtray come out. One of the dudes I was working with lit up, and I was like, damn, we get smoke in here. And he's like, yeah, man, go for it. I was like, fuck yeah. It's one of the best feelings is to smoke a cigarette now in a closed bar where you can't smoke mm-hmm. in a bar anymore because and i think it's important i think the bar should smell a little bit like cigarettes even if you don't still allow yeah. it i i think it maybe three weeks ago i was at uh at my at my local and they closed and if i'm in there and there's me and a couple other guys they'll close lock the doors let us stay have an extra drink or whatever while they do the cash register and shit and a couple cigarettes come out here and there and that's so good uh, so i bu- i bummed one i was like man <laughs> i gotta have one i bummed an, <laughs> i bummed an l&m whatever those are uh, uh yeah what the fuck's an l&m i don't know man it's like marlboro reds but like you know they're not quite they're, no they're not quite basics but they're like basics oh sick yeah and it was the best cigarette I ever had. I had a cigarette in, I don't know, eight months or something. And, <laughs> and I sucked that. I enjoyed every last puff of that cigarette. Sitting at a mm. bar with the TV on, 
ripping a sig. It's like, hey, you can't beat that, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I for a long time after I quit, I was like, I'm, I can't ever have a cigarette again. But I guess it's because of the vapes <laughs> that I don't really mm. like cigarettes anymore. The times I've taken drags, I'm like, oh god. But sitting in a bar and having a smoke, that's a whole different story. And I just been hitting the Kroger out here. They got cartons of Newports for like 85 bucks. <laughs> that's how much a carton of cigarettes is now? Yeah, I was like, hell yeah, dude. I don't know how this is. Well, it makes sense. You developed uh, rapidly developed a uh, cocaine addiction. Yeah. So it makes A very sense. addictive personality I learned <laughs> by going to therapy. The guy was just like... The therapist, because I've done the therapy before, but this dude, like when I was telling him shit, he just went, damn. And I was like, I don't think you're supposed to say that, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. He's empathetic. He was like, fuck, dude. Like, your shit's fucked up. Yeah. I've uh, I've got to go back to therapy. I really need to. It's on my list of to-dos. And it's just like I got to find a therapist now because I don't want to do online mm-hmm. therapy. I want to go... Sit down with the motherfucker and see him in the eye. I'm not doing a on the phone shit. And yeah, yeah, it's not the same. No. But I did in the same vein, I started yoga this week. I went to yoga oh, on sick. Tuesday. That beat my ass. It's just like You like it? I liked it a lot. I think it'd be really good for you. And it was it's all breathing techniques and it's all dark and shit and quiet mm-hmm. and you're just doing really hard stuff and it's 85 degrees in there i was just soaked are t-shirt. you doing the hot yoga i guess it's hot i think they make hotter kinds but this kind was 85 and it just you oh, sweat, sweat out all the toxins in your body like i that, i haven't soaked a t-shirt like that since i was like a little kid outside playing fucking sports in the yard or something on a humid day but i came home and just I, hitting them poses hitting them poses that some of that shit's hard like I'm decently in shape, but there's mm-hmm. doing that. It shows you like a whole bunch of parts of your body that you haven't worked on or touched in yeah. a while. Like it's not, it's all like, Oh, like my core, I got weird parts in my side, like on the side of my ribs that hurt today. Mm-hmm. There's little parts of my legs, like just like some weird <laughs> secret muscle that's deep down in there. It's like, why does this hurt? So I was standing on one leg and trying to like, do fucking <laughs> sun worship poses and stuff and it, oh my god but Hell yeah dude it's it's uh i found it very therapeutic like just to take felt bomb after felt, like when it's over you're like hell yeah felt incredible afterwards and you've sweat out a lot of stuff and you've processed a lot of things in your brain and uh you know the scenery doesn't doesn't hurt yeah, because it's not like because <laughs> I go to the Planet Fatness and I'm not saying like, oh, these are all smoke show babes, but they're like, you know, people that seem to have their shit together as opposed to the planet. Yeah, some solid seven, some seven and eights. Yeah, absolutely. And when I and they're all nice, like everyone's super nice. When I go to Planet Fatness, people look like some of them are happy to be there, but there's a lot of them. Are, it's like a motherfucker who had made a deal with the devil. and Now he has to go to go to fucking planet fatness and he's got Crocs on and half his jeans jeans with his ass hanging out <laughs> and looks like he could die at any time and yeah. literally smells like you know the some of these fuckers like they're smoking in the fucking gym like they reek of cigarettes Jesus. so bad you, like when I'm half dry heaving and trying to do some hard shit and mm-hmm. you walk by a dude and you get hit with just this Greasy fried food cigarette blast from un- unbathed motherfucker. Ugh. I, I started getting the. Uh, uh. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But this, you know, this was a nice, a higher class of people. <laughs> so <laughs> and I don't mean like a, like fucking. It's a, it's a nicer class of people. <laughs> yeah, I totally get that. Ain't no one people pay, who do yoga. Ain't no one paying to go to a nice yoga studio for exercise, and then rolling in there in jeans. <laughs> yeah, 
Maybe I'll do that next week. I'll roll up in there in that fucking hot yoga room with just some je- some jeans on, <laughs> like a white beater. Like, are you are you lost? You need to get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> no, no, these are stretch jeans. They got the stretch. In them. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were for Korean stretch denim. <laughs> and I wore sweatpants too because it's cold out here. I yeah, and I, I'm walking in. You know, going to a place where. There's no like locker room or something. I, even though I'm take, I'm just gonna pop some pants off down to shorts. It still didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel comfortable with it. <laughs> so I just I rock some <laughs> rock some skinny sweats. Oh my god, fucking sweaty ass legs and sweatpants. Nasty ball soup. Nasty. No, not never again, man. <laughs> I gotta get some. Yeah, of them, you can't do that, man. I get some of them tight, them stretch pants that you wear under the shorts, like the kids do. Yeah, I think that's it's like long johns almost. Yeah, like the Under Armour ones, you know, the like black tights. I think that's the yeah. I sleep in those, dude. That's the way to go. You just you just straight up in the tights. Yeah, it's like I'm naked. Feels bomb. Wow, I but everything's could, like compressed. I could see that. That's like also you're like ready for action. If something went down. Yeah, it's like something pops off. I can jump out the window. <laughs> Ninja pants on. <laughs> yeah, they're sweet, dude. Yeah, I got them at Uniqlo. They make some really nice ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that look. Because I'll do that, I'll come home from the gym and I'm just down to those, just mm-hmm. shirt off, just the fucking, just the stretch pants. <laughs> it's like, yeah, look looking like, like an athlete. Like, yeah, like an athlete who's not in very good like a, shape, like a, like a corner. <laughs> it really does accentuate everything that's wrong with your stomach area, though. Oh, hundred percent. Like, oh, dude, I need, I need to do some fucking crunches or something. <laughs> this isn't. I thought in regular pants and a t-shirt I look good, but now I'm getting squozing out like fucking toothpaste in the tummy area. Yeah, it's kind of (laughs) rough. But uh, (laughs) if I ignore that, though, overall, it's like it's a pretty it's a hot look. Got a a fucking bulge, you know, (laughs) tight ass pants. It makes it look like you're packing, dude. Yeah, like a rocker. I was watching um, the. Oh, what was it called? Squaring the Circle that was uh, recommended by Vince that's about these dudes that did the photography and the artwork for a plethora of Led Zeppelin records, all the Pink Floyd records. Oh, nice. Fucking incredible. It's on Netflix. It's just so up my alley. There couldn't be anything, anything more me than that fucking documentary to bring me joy. But in it, they show like some old Robert Plant, Led Zeppelin clips, and he's got on those girl jeans, like the real, those <laughs> like real low cut motherfuckers. Yeah, and you could see like his dick to the side, and the ball, and the balls. You can see like both, like they're so fucking tight, and, it's, and he knows. But I, I just don't really believe that that it wasn't like a fake stuffing thing like oh no oh, they're stuffing for sure yeah because it looked too too clearly like a dick like i don't yeah. like i don't wear tight tight pants or anything but you ever see like an actual dick in the, yeah. just like yeah so it's like a loofah almost i couldn't i just i couldn't keep my eyes off robert Plant's dick <laughs> watch this it was like i got that is that real dick is that real? Did meat? you pause it at all? No, I didn't. But I might watch it again. I'll pause it, get a screenshot next time. <laughs> now I'll just search. And then I should do that. I'm trying to get out of the habit. Every time I want to know something, I Google it. Just try to figure it out first. And then if you can't figure it out, there's got to be a stuffing thing. Like there's probably some way, like, hey, mate, what you do is you roll the tube sock down and then you'd lengthen this part. And those are the balls. And then you twist it around. And you stuff it in that way. It looks real <laughs> natural. <laughs> I want to say there's a documentary where they talk about that. It's not one of the declines. It's something else. It's like slipping me right now. But I know mm-hmm. I've like heard about it. Where they're just like, yeah, those like some bands on shit about another band. Like, yeah, they stuff their pants, dude. Fuck those guys. Like, <laughs> yeah, I I think I, I I remember that in something. I, I can't. Is it like a? It might be like a Spinal Tap or something. But I I feel like there's some rock doc where they actually show the dude like they're getting ready for the show and. He, just mm-hmm. jams a rolled up fucking sock. Just like, <laughs> yep, all the bands, cucumber, all the bands do it. And there's usually back when music was music. Back when music was music, yeah. Well, they talk a lot about that in that documentary. 
Noel Gallagher really harps on it about how music used to mean something more than it was actual art. People put effort yeah. into it and thought and of what everything meant. And now most of it is just uh, commercial, it's just a commercial. All it is is to make money for a corporation. It doesn't have anything to do with integrity or actual artistic endeavors. It's just like, yeah, because they put, they talked about how it cost back then. This is like seventies. It was like a hundred thousand dollars to get the record album designed. Damn, that's what they charged. And that was like a million dollars back then. Mm-hmm. And no, no, Noel Gallagher is talking about how his kid, his little girl, he's trying to explain record album artwork to her, and she's like, "I don't understand." And he's like, well, "You know those little tiny icons when you're listening to Spotify, and." That little tiny square? She's like, yeah. She goes, well, that used to be this big, and people would spend a hundred grand just to get that designed. She's like, why? <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> Poor man's artwork. Someone mentions that in there, and that makes a lot of sense to me because that's how I always view when I buy record albums or tapes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can like cassette tapes. I like them so much because I consider them. Like a piece of art that I can, I can open. I can. It's mm-hmm. got a machine in it. It's not just a disc. It's a machine that I put in another machine to make noise, and then it's got all the liner notes, and you can read all the stuff. It's a it's a baseball card that you can listen to. When I consider yeah, shit rules. I consider old baseball cards art because they are. So it made a lot of sense. I left a lot of my CDs at my mom's house. Oh, that's but I had a pretty pretty big collection. But, I mean, I have nothing to play them here, and I was like, just going to keep them here to be safe. But then when I eventually get my own place, so I'll go back home and get a bunch of my stuff. I started buying those very in, in small amounts. But it's got to be stuff that – because some, some stuff is actually worth money if it's, mm-hmm. if it's metal or old hip-hop or something that's real niche. But you rarely see that. But if I hit, like, a thrift store, I, hit, I go through all the CDs and, like – I find a fucking NWA CD or a like White Lion or a fucking Def Leppard or something. <laughs> I buy it because it's a buck. And yeah, especially if it's got like that beautiful parental advisory logo on it. Oh yeah, but I was at the Walmart the other day, and Walmart still got CDs. They got a lot of records. If you, I, I don't like Walmart. The only reason I'll go there is because if I, I'm got to get groceries anyway, they also have a big ass vinyl section. And sometimes you oh, know, shit. I'll be like in the mood, you know, buying shit. Just, oh, fuck it. Throw this Taylor Swift in my cart. It's fucking 24 bucks. And I got some <laughs> feet when I come home. Hell yeah. But they have CDs. And they're all just like, remember when DVDs started to get real fucking cheap? And you'd get like mm-hmm. that, that plastic would be almost like a, it'd be like. It's like a fucking water. Yeah, it was like hollowed like out a almost. Water bottle. It was just like so yeah. thin and shitty. Now they've got all these CDs and they're like just in like a paper sleeve. Like whack. It's weird, but they're but they're five bucks. Oh, sick. Yeah, they have like a bunch of Metallica CDs and stuff. They're all five bucks. I had no use for them, but I guess they got to come back at some point because everything else does. Kids all like vinyl now. Why wouldn't CDs come back? They're all in the '90s shit. And CDs have like the best sound, apparently, of like any type of recordings. Right. Yeah. I got a buddy, um, Christian Duguay, who uh, got back into CDs just so he could listen. Like he's an audiophile guy. He just mm-hmm. wants to hear what these sound like in really nice headphones, like and absorb the fucking CD. Yeah. So what he was doing, he was going to, um. God damn it. What's the big record store that used to be by the Arclight? That's Ar- Amoeba. He's going to Amoeba? A, going to Amoeba and hitting like a bunch of fucking CDs. He'd go home, listen to them, and then he'd take them back, resell them to Amoeba, and buy more. Like, he didn't want the CDs. <laughs> he just wanted to listen to them once, like uh, yeah. renting a movie. And there's no other. No, you can't rent CDs. You know, like, I suppose there's some stuff you can't find when you go to a, like, a big vintage store. There's, like, Otherwise, some of the stuff I'd buy. But, yeah, he's just he's like, oh, I got to go back to Amoeba. 
I gotta sell these CDs. I bought too many, and I need. I'm gonna get some more. <laughs> it's just, I really respected that. As a minimalist, I respect a man who's just like, I don't want this stuff. I just want to listen to it, get rid of it. That sounds pretty psychotic. Mm-hmm. But my dream is always, I want to get the same setup uh, Matt Damon has in The Departed, in his apartment, with, like his like CD setup. Yeah. He has like those big black like Sony's with the fat like sound knobs, mm-hmm. and, like some cabinet speakers. That'd be sick. Yeah, I would like bigger speakers, but there's just it's just me, and I I don't want to rock the neighbors. I always want I always like there's a couple vintage or just record stores that have like vintage equipment. I always see these tower speakers. And I'm like, oh man, oh they're so sweet. I just it'd be so much trouble. I'd get I get booted out of this apartment because <laughs> I start ha- you know fucking five o'clock on like a Saturday you start having a good time and yeah I'm gonna keep turning it up a little bit more a little bit more plus it's got <laughs> sorry that crisp CD sound you can blare that shit you can crank it then all you start little. repeating repeating songs uh huh yeah <laughs> and now you're the neighbor who's just listened to Hysteria by fucking Def Leppard like ten times. Which before Neighbors hear like a pause for ten seconds and it comes back. And it's like Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm sympathetic towards that sort of thing because my past neighbors were so fucking loud that mm. it that it sounded like I was in a club. Damn, like, like it was that loud. I don't know. And then one day, I'm like. They, it was loud until like 5 a.m. It was rattling the walls. I was like, how the fuck is anything that loud? Like, what do you have in <laughs> in, in the in the next door apartment is a, like a small studio. I'm like, what the fuck's going on in there? It sounded like a million people in there. And this would happen sporadically. But, like, I don't want conflict, A. And, B, I don't want to complain about something that I might want to do at some point. Like I don't, yeah. want, I don't want to get hit for noise or anything or or fucking weed smell coming out. But they were doing that shit, so I leave it alone. Also, last thing you want to do is bunch of fucking hard ass motherfuckers doing some loud ass shit, and they already sound like they're gonna kill each other. You don't go over there at fucking four a.m. Nah, like, man. Excuse me, could you turn it down, please? <laughs> <laughs> get a little nightcap on and shit. Yeah, dude, that's how you get a pistol in your face. <laughs> That's how you go to sleep. You, you have to fuck around and find out. I, I grew up in this city. You don't. You don't. You don't go knock on a door at four a.m. Hey, can you turn that down? It's a little. The, the booming bass is a little. Uh, getting up, trying to catch some Z's so I can do my job in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid of the cops out here, though, man. Not that I wasn't afraid of them in L.A., but out here it's like the cowboy hat's like intimidating. Oh, that's Some why. Some big corn-fed white dude. I'm just like, fuck this. Yeah, that's why. I'm they... going to end up in a Texas prison. Like, fuck, dude. No, no, do My not. My shit would get blown out so fast. Do not fuck up there. Do not. <laughs> fuck no. No, cops and cowboy hats don't give a fuck about you. They don't like you. <laughs> they definitely I'm just lucky like, like the, the car I'm driving around in, I have Texas plates, so that helps me out a lot. Oh, for sure. But I mean, I I do feel like I stand out over here. So I'm like kind of like in a smaller town. So when I'm at the grocery store, like people are looking at me. Where is I'm just like wearing like a big coat, and my sunglasses on and shit. I'm a little L.A. corduroy hat. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you, it's your look. Just being like, yeah, where's where's the fucking Lone Star at, dude? <laughs> like the the 7-Elevens here don't sell that shit. That's so bizarre. I was at like a, a, fucking I was at a few other gas stations that don't have them. There's been a big push for Yingling. Like I saw when I came here with Vince like three years ago. I think it was like three years ago. Came out to Dallas with Vince and Matt. I think it's for a Mania. And there's like Yingling billboards everywhere. So I knew Yingling didn't sell their shit past a certain like point. It was like mainly right. East Coast, but then there's just been a huge push and like that shit is everywhere. Yeah, they they probably expanded it. Because I remember there's some... it's not that tight. I used to like it because I could get it. Like if mm-hmm. I if I could get it, I'd be like, oh fuck, gotta get this, gotta get Yingling. I used to be the same way with Fat Tire. And I went to Colorado mm-hmm. once, and I got I drank a bunch of Fat Tire, and I was like, oh, it's fucking so good. I gotta get this all the time. And but then I I had access to it, and I was like, I don't, I don't like this that much. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, but Lone Star is superior. I just been fucking chugging those. Oh, it's incredible. When I find them, it's incredible. 
Last time I was in Austin, I remember sitting. It was hot as fuck, and I was sitting at this open air bar, and the Lone Stars that they were giving me, the bottles were just fucking like ice, fucking cold, and they were so good. They're like, I was like, oh, I'm in Texas drinking Lone Stars, sweat my dick off. This is great. Hell yeah. I got to send you a 12-pack of that Troy Aikman beer. That shit called eight. (laughs) (laughs) It literally literally looks like water. It's like the lightest beer known to man. It's insane. Well, I think Troy Aikman had a big drinking problem at some point. And me and Vince are ripping those. I think I had like seven. He had, I think he matched me. I was like, y'all don't feel shit, dude. It's been peeing a lot. (laughs) Maybe that's what he he made. Like, well, I I can't drink anymore, but I could probably drink like super light beer maybe i'll just make my own super light beer because <laughs> i remember like watching him on doing football commentary a couple years ago and i think he was going through some family shit or something i forget what it was but that motherfucker looked drunk he looked like i like i ain't no fuck i didn't just get off the turnip truck i've been to the rodeo many times and I can tell by eyeballing someone, I'm like, that motherfucker is either still drunk or hung over as shit. <laughs> he is puffed. Yeah, yeah he, he was he was going through it. Yeah. I forget what it was. I think maybe his wife passed away or divorced him or some something. Some shit. It was something that would cause a man to uh, have some problems with the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I've told you guys, I've been going to the casino like on the weekends because I'm pretty close to Oklahoma. So we just do like that little 40-minute trek. Mm-hmm go across and you can just gamble all you want and shit it's fucking sweet dude just hang with all these old people i'm like a fucking 12 walking around there's everyone's busted like no offense to oklahoma but everyone there is busted (laughs) you gotta tell it like it is you're in oklahoma i was like i kept telling my cousin i was like yo everyone here is fucking ugly like (laughs) (laughs) it's a lower class it's just like sit at the slot just like go away from <laughs> yeah, it's like the it's like me at Planet Fitness. Nah, everyone at Planet Fitness isn't super busted, but there's definitely a a good contingent. You need like a. But I'm like a I'm a small person here, dude. I'm like five seven. Everyone here is fucking giants. <laughs> yeah, everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah, I was like, what's up with this, dude? <laughs> you're gonna have to you're gonna have to scope out some uh, the shorter females. Yeah, if I can find any, dude. They're all like 6'4". <laughs> <laughs> all fucking power forwards and shit. <laughs> yeah, are you intimidated by a taller by a taller babe, gnarly? No, if I'm just like, hi, and they're like, who said that kind of thing? <laughs> you just can't see me, dude. No, no, I mean, like, would you date like a, like a, like a six-foot-tall woman? Yeah, if she was strong, carry me and shit. <laughs> like a baby? <laughs> yeah. Like Give a, me a bodyguard. <laughs> I uh, I I I tend to gravitate towards shorter women, like mm-hmm. five one, five foot. But um, I've dated like some taller women, and I find my like some of them. I really I really like the idea of it, but mm-hmm. it, but it's like it, they take up a lot of bed space. Yeah, you need, like, a California king with one of those. Yeah, it's, like, two of me now in the bed instead of, like, one and a half. You could share uh, shoes and shit. <laughs> that's that's a pro. Yeah, it's a big pro. Share pants. <laughs> share pants. I have I have borrowed <sighs> jeans when I was a skinnier man from, like, a... Or my girlfriend, like, like, oh, yeah, me too. Didn't have any pants, and we're like, I feel so free. Like, I'm, I shouldn't be wearing these naughty pants. <laughs> and they get ladies. mad at me. I'm just like, these look way better on me, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I did keep one pair at one point. And is it a zipper like on the other side? No, it's a button on the other side. There's something weird about it. Yeah, that's that's fine though. It doesn't matter. No, no, no. But. It's just buttons. I mean, they weren't like Robert Plant jeans where you got the full mm-hmm. twig and berries hanging off to the side. <laughs> <laughs> you got to wear like the boyfriend jean. That's why they call those the boyfriend jean because they're, they're cut. Yeah. Cut like a dude. <laughs> See, if you're a chick, if you're a dude and you wear your girlfriend's boyfriend jeans, uh, isn't that just dude jeans now? Yeah. 
Seems There's no genders anymore, dude. It's all good. No, no. Wear whatever the fuck you want. No, it depends on where you are. Depends, you know. Gender isn't isn't enforced where I live. It's it's pretty much the same, unless there's. Yeah, it's there's pretty pretty surface. liberal over here. I'd say for the most part, just besides like all the Trump shit that's everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. That that. Which, I mean, I don't care. I don't vote. <laughs> you and Pop don't vote. Just hanging out. That way, the government can't track you. They're just trying to use you, gnarly. You don't got to give them that. Satisfaction. They already, good, they already know who's gonna win. <laughs> that shit. That shit's pro wrestling, baby. That shit is pro wrestling. <clears throat> but but yeah. it was cool to be here when the Cowboys lost. That was great. Oh, I bet people were sad. My uncle. I was asking my uncle. I'm like, what happens out here? Like when they lose this bad, and he's like, everyone gets like hella depressed. And like <laughs> fucking wives get beaten. Shit. Like it's a dark scene. A lot of bar fights. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was pretty fun to watch that implode. Cause, I mean, football's fucking king here. Like some of these high schools, like the stadiums are like as big as like where LAFC play back home. It's ridiculous. Like the facilities they have out here, like they they, oh. they do not fuck around with their high school football. No, Friday Night Lights, that shit is very real. They take it. God, that is serious business. If you're still there in the fall, you definitely should go to like Friday. I want to go for sure. Fucking Friday Night Lights football game at some big ass Texas high school's got to be a blast. Yeah, they're like pro stadiums. It's ridiculous. Like how much money gets pumped into these things. Yeah. Like one of the ones I checked out, like the field looked like a pro stadium. And then they have their own like indoor practice facility, like just for football. Yeah. Fucking big money. Like sports is huge out here. Yeah, they're all bad. Like I can't find a I can't find a batting cage. That's just like fun. They're all just like high end, like high school athlete, like pay to play batting cages. Like very serious. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just trying to go hit some balls, dude. Like I saw they were making like Top Golf, but baseball, and they they made a oh, couple no. of those. Oh, they looked incredible though! Like you get to like crank fucking baseballs. That's it, pretty sweet. It sounds so fun, but someone's gonna get killed, and then that whole thing's gonna go down the tubes. Someone's gonna take one. Yeah, man, I feel like you have to. Like, they're gonna make you wear a helmet if there's alcohol involved. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, yeah, like golf. I feel like because the ball's just sitting there. That's why mm-hmm. drinking is so prevalent in golf. It's super hard, but at least the ball's just sitting there. Even yeah, you're not going to get drilled. You're not drinking fucking eight beers and hitting a fucking 60-mile-an-hour baseball. You're just not. Yeah, like a, with like a 38-ounce bat and shit, aluminum, uh-huh. just swinging it. Uh-huh. You let go of that bad boy, you're fucking someone's day up. You should look that up. That sounds like it'd be a Texas thing. It sounds like they might have that there. I got a call from, like, when I was drunk, like, applying for places. There's a few, like, interviews I had where, like, they saw my resume and talked to me, and then they're like, you're overqualified. And I was like, well, why'd you make me drive down here? I already sent you my resume. Yeah. But I guess one of them is called, like, Pop Stroke. It was, like, a golf thing. And, like, they tried to get me to come in for an interview, like, to cook. And I was like, well, what's it pay? And they're like, 14 an hour. And I was like, bye. Right. Well, that's the problem is that you are overqualified. So... They know that you're going to leave soon. You're not going to work there very long, and they don't want turnover. Yeah, I think I'm just going to start pursuing this bar shit, man. It's fun. Yeah, no. that's. I don't, good. I don't get burned or cut. I'm just, like, washing glasses, hanging out, just chatting up people. I mean, if you can get a good bartending job, you can make so much fucking money. Like That's the goal right now. And it's not, it's just about getting that good job and doing a good, I think you'd be a great bartender. You're chitty chatty. Yeah. You got a, you got a nice charisma. And all you got to do I have to work the door this weekend though. That's going to be hilarious. Yeah. You work your way up. My, my short ass, just like outside. Can I see your ID, please? Hey. <laughs> like, I would not be surprised if I catch some hands for no fucking reason. I bet you don't because, <laughs> because if they got you on the door and you got the tats and you got the look. I mean, like, this dude's small, but he must know some of that fucking jin- new j- <laughs> jujitsu shit. Or, or he's got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's Texas, man. You can just have, you can be strapped up. Yeah, I've seen a few uh, concealed carries already walking around. I'm like, oh, okay, don't fuck with that guy. Yeah, it, there's open carry, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No That's con- what I meant to say. Yeah, the shit's not concealed. You're just like. Yeah, it's just there. I'm look, like, sick, sick. Look, look over at the gas station. Dude's fucking. Everybody keep your eye on that guy. Yeah. 
It's, it sounds kind of comforting because you get conceal here, and I've thought about it, but I'm just like, because it, for real protection purposes when I'm coming home late or some shit, but I just know what's going to happen. I know I'm going to shoot myself. I know that would happen. Oh, 100%. That's why I don't have one. Dude come, <laughs> dude, come hit me up in my dark parking lot like, hey, motherfucker. And be like, oh, yeah. And trying to <laughs> get this fucking thing out and bang. Roll your hip out. <laughs> <laughs> then the dude just walk over while I'm bleeding out, go in my pockets. <laughs> fucking did the yeah, job for him. shit. <laughs> now you need a hip. Now I need a hip. That's the last thing I need, a fucking hip replacement. I hear people, there's some dude the other day talking about how he just got his second, like, knee replacement or something. I was like, second? Like, nope. I'm not going through that. This is just the fucking busted knee I have now. We're not doing this again. Yeah, fuck all that shit. New hip. Yeah, let's get a new hip. What the fuck does that even mean? I got a fucking whole, like, bone, fake bone, metal thing <laughs> stuck in me? No. Yeah, look up hip replacement surgery on YouTube. They're fucking foul. I'm not doing that. That's why I keep going to yoga, and then <laughs> that low impact going to get everything all dialed in, and I won't have any real severe problems. So you're living with your you're living with the uncle. Is that what's going on? Yeah, my uh, my dad's brother. Who like I've learned a lot about like my dad. Like I told you, he, like told me a story about how when he went to school. He went to school early. It was like 6.30 and they had time. So mm-hmm. him and his friend went to the donut shop. And then when they came back to school, the principal was like, you and you, come here. And he was like, your last name's Morin? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, you're suspended just because of who your brother is. And then my uncle was like, yeah, he suspended me because my brother uh, punched him out. <laughs> <laughs> but then my uncle was like a, like a killer basketball player, like always been. But then the principal like tried to kiss his ass and shake his hand one day because like how good he was at sports, and my uncle like stiffed him. And he was like, "No, like you shit on me because of my name. Like fuck you." But a very very like big character like talks a lot of shit. I'm like, "Oh, this is where I get it from." And even my cousin was like, "Yeah, it's a Moran thing. Like we're all just fucking out of our minds. <laughs> just constant ball breaking." Like I made them ribeyes like my third day here. Anytime someone brings up like a good meat or something, they throw me under the bus like well don't have zach make it like oh no just constant ball breaking (laughs) yeah but it's been nice chop you down reconnecting with family and shit yeah i bet i mean that's kind of what i did it just feels different you have this weight off your shoulders i'm like the only one that like drinks in the house really so they're just like you're gonna have another one like what do you offer me dude like yeah hang it out like (laughs) what do you mean another one <laughs> just... I was like smoking weed with him the other night. He was telling me stories about when he was in the army, like in the barracks. When they would say lights out, everyone would run to this one liquor store and stock up and then go back to the barracks. And everyone was like segregated by race and they would just be partying. But he's like, because I played basketball, like everyone fucked with me. So he was like, we would just go in a circle, all the different like groups, and everyone's just like doing acid and shit, just getting wasted. Like <laughs> everything was available. So I've just been hearing like a lot of stories like that and shit. That's super fun. Just like how him and my dad would like pull up to like basketball, like at the park, and people would like look at my uncle and be like, Oh, you're gonna play? And he's like, Yeah. And he's like, All right, cool. Like, let's play 100 bucks kind of thing. And then my uncle just like beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People, people like to fight there. Yeah. Well, don't have, don't, See, he's, don't put push things and get knocked out by your uncle. <laughs> it sounds yeah, like he said do that's it. how he, how he like broke through when he was in the army. He said just all the black guys played ball and that was it. And then he went over there with like his hair and shit. And they're just like, what do you want? He's like, I want, I want a game. This one guy kept talking shit to him. He's like, all right, you and me, let's go one-on-one. And my uncle like beat the shit out of him. And then so ever since then, I just played ball. Like we didn't even eat. Like when lunch would come, they just run to the court. He would just ball with those dudes like every fucking day. You're really getting a, you're really getting a history of your, of the, the family who didn't know. Yeah, the, the psychotic side i'm just like well this all makes sense and he's like yeah your dad was an athletic but he like would just party and like really heavy in like the arts and music and shit i was like oh i guess that's where i get that from yeah whereas like all my cousins on this side they're all just fucking like tremendous athletes and shit <laughs> oh you're on a like, i've been going to like my my cousin's kids like middle school basketball games and they're like pretty intense like the the plays whatever but like the parents out here are fucking like 
One of them got thrown out of the game, took his shirt off and shit. Oh, yeah. It's fucking insane. And the level that I think those teams play at is different than when I was a kid. Like, I see, like, they're all set plays. The little kids shoot fucking mm-hmm. threes and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, and, like, the high school coaches are, like, at all these games, like, already scouting these kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck, dude? No, it's nuts. It used to be just you got dropped off for practice and you put on, you know, fifth, sixth grade, you put on just the same shoes you wore outside. They're just all slippery and shitty. And then you sucked and then you went home. And now every kid's like, well, if you're going to play, it's you need to have aspirations of going pro. Yeah. One of the kids on my cousin's kids team is like six two he's a fucking seventh grader and they just keep feeding him in the post and he's just like bodying kids (laughs) there's always one of those on one of the teams that just dominates and he's athletic too like he can move right like how good are you gonna get if all you do is just you're just already dominating then you don't grow any bigger than six two probably will though yeah for sure his his parents are giants i was like damn (laughs) right Oh, well, I'm glad you're doing well. Yeah, man. Only getting better. So the year of the rebuild. Right. Sometimes you have to do that. And there's nothing wrong with it. And sometimes you, you rebuild yourself better. And, you know, that's because you got all that weight. There's all the fucking weight when you live in Los Angeles. Everything's it's hard to live somewhere. It's hard to go to the store. It's hard to find an apartment it's hard to do a relationship is hard everything's fucking harder i feel like there's just this big weight on everyone's shoulders where everything's so overblown expensive and you you've done everything you think you possibly can and it's just some you got to know when to fold them and just go yeah you could go back that's the thing when i left los angeles i could go back I can always go back. I go back fucking next week if I wanted to. I could figure mm-hmm. it out and find a place, but I don't want to. So that tells me that I made the right decision, you know? Yeah. And if you don't like Dallas, you could go to Portland. You could go to fucking Austin. You could go to fucking Miami. You go wherever you want because you're young and you might as well do it now. Mm-hmm. Figure out what you actually what vibes with you and what makes you feel like you're having a higher standard of life. And that's a hard fucking thing. And that's a thing that I fucking deal with all the time is cutting out fun time and putting myself, taking myself out of my comfort zones and doing things that are challenging or that, that make me a better person, but it's hard. And that's, that, mm-hmm. And that sucks. <laughs> it fucking sucks. I would rather. Yeah. I could just do nothing all day and dick off if I wanted to. I, I have a job. All I have to do is the job. That's all I have to do is the, mm-hmm. my fucking job. And then I got no kids, no wife, no fucking anything. I could just go to the bar every fucking day, every day if I wanted to and, <laughs> and be a pile of shit and smoke all the dope I want. But. I, I I force myself to do things that make me better. And overall, that all adds up. And I think you're right on the tip of the iceberg. And there's going to be more good things coming for you. Stick it out there. Hang oh, out yeah, 100%. Yeah, I don't plan on leaving anytime soon. Like, just to get my own spot. That's about it. Dude, you're going to work at a hip bar. You're going to meet fucking pals and babes. And you're going to have a good fucking time. And that is all you have to do. You do a couple of these shows, but other than that, you just have to go to work, keep your nose clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> keep your nose clean. Yeah, uh, that shit's uh, the darkest times of my life. Yeah, I mean, I get I'm it. Not going, I'm not going back to that shit. I, I always like loved and worshipped Thin Lizzy. And then like when I was like super down, I was like, damn, this shit like, hits even harder, dude. This is fucked up. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I uh, whenever I've been bummed i can't i try not to listen to shit that makes me feel that hard or dark or whatever and i just listen to light stuff like yeah, i was telling my buddy i was like damn my life a thin lizzy song man this shit sucks <laughs> <laughs> i used to think yeah a lot of stuff that's even tv 
or movies where like some shit's fucked up in the same way that mine is can go 50 50 can go either way i can either watch it and i'm like oh this is a little too close to home i can't deal with this or there's some things that i can watch where motherfuckers got the well, life that's way harder and worse than mine and that makes mm-hmm. me feel good <laughs> like oh man that's it's not so bad. I'm not doing. I'm not doing any of this shit. Yeah, my pump up clip on my phone is uh, from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when Rick Dalton comes back from fucking his lines up, throwing shit all over the trailer. Yeah, like has that heart to heart with himself. Where he's like, "Get your shit together, motherfucker." I I I love that fucking scene because I've done that. It's so good. I've mm-hmm. done. I know what that feels like. Like God that's literally damn. how I left Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you have to have? I think the day before I left Los Angeles, I stayed up and drank like, I don't know. I was just like, well, let's just have a couple beers. I drank. I got fucked up. And then I had to pack a whole a whole fucking giant car and drive off into like nowhere <laughs> and drive to Las Vegas. I was just like, I was screaming at myself in the mirror like, why'd you fuck your life up? Now you got to fucking leave, leave here. And on top of that, why'd you have to have 12 Sierra Nevadas last night? You fucking <laughs> stupid idiot. You needed 12? You knew you had to drive a packed car to Las Vegas in the morning. You stupid fucking uh, idiot. You need to get your shit together. Yeah, man. It's all, it's all you got to do, man. Just make yourself happy. Well, maybe I'll just... I'll- I, I am starting to feel more like I used to, which is good. No, that's a good like, thing. I don't have I have none of that stress and bullshit anymore. It's just just me now. Yeah, when I drove off, I had this. Uh, I got outside the city and I just gave myself a big deep breath and I was like, "Oh, I'm done. I'm done with this shit. I'm moving some. I'm getting. I'm getting away from all this shit that gave me so much fucking stress. It felt good. And I had that same. I talked to someone the other day, like last week, about I had this moment like a month ago or so. And I was like, Oh, I feel like myself again, like just in general. And like, sometimes mm-hmm. you have those moments where like, Oh, I feel like what I feel like when I'm happy and, and like can enjoy things like a nice meal or music or relax and watch a movie. It takes a while. It's fucking hard. You'd be good. Yeah, man. And I just keep having like fantasies. It's like when I go back home, like to go see my boys, like what kind of shit show that's going to be like, yeah. It's going to be a great hang. Be, it's going to make it so much better, but yeah. also, like, sad. No, yeah, it'd be a great hang. No, it's fucking great. I think what you'll Link find... Link up with Vince. I think what you'll find is when you go back, it'll be like, all right, I'm back in this shit. And you're there for, like, three days, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. on the third day, you're like, man, thank God I can get up. Fuck out of here. I got to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, when I go someplace now, I'm like, oh, it's two days, and then you're gonna you're not just gonna continue this behavior. You can go back home, mm-hmm. you get your shit together, eat some fucking spinach, and sleep. You piece of shit. Get clean. Get clean is right. I did have I had to. I have had little flights of fancy thinking about like, what if I just moved to Texas with gnarly? We get a spot and like start ripping. pull up, dude. We get a little two bedroom. Get a nice spot. Come hang out at the bar. Yeah, it sounds fun. Get some tall chicks. <laughs> it sounds fun. Get some big be sick, six foot three chicks who drink a Lone Star without no hands. Just go, 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 go. <laughs> Damn, Cynthia, what's up? <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally all there is to do here is fucking drink and eat. Like, yeah. I went out, like, try to find, like, some bars and shit, and everything was just jammed up. So I still haven't found like my bar yet. It's like empty with a jukebox. But one of the guys I was working with yesterday was like, I'm gonna take you out. Like I'm gonna show you like real Texas. And I was like, sick, dude. Yeah, it sounds super fun. Well, you know, let let me marinate on it and decide whether we'd be dead in a couple months if I'm <laughs> if we live together. Oh <laughs> yeah. Did I just relapse hella hard? Everything was everything <laughs> was going really well and now you're on doing fucking piles of coke and I'm Laying there in the corner with a bottle of bullet <laughs> rye, just oh no, what did we do? Some tall chick grabbing you by the ankle. <laughs> I got a big black dragging you into the room. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> please, no, get in here. Oh, <laughs> gnarly help. I can't, I'm too small. Oh no, no, <laughs> I'm being raped. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, but see, the. Uh, 
when I'm not a mess, stuff like that sounds like, oh, that sounds kind of fun. Like big disaster yeah. going on. Uh-huh. <laughs> a, lot of, a little bender. Real bad bender. A lot of like real weird shit happening. and <laughs> <laughs> Texas style. <laughs> oh, no, this is just Texas style. It's fine. Super yeah. fun. All right. <laughs> Let's do some power tube. Uh, my show of the week is Louder Milk. It's on uh, Netflix. Ron Livingston stars in it. It's uh, about a guy who runs a uh, AA meeting, and uh, written by uh, Peter Farelli from the Farelli Brothers. He writes and directs. It's great. It's the perfect type of show that I just described. Where fuck, man, these are real alcoholics. And I watch <laughs> that show, and I'm like. Yeah, Burns, you're not an alcoholic. You just drink too much once in a while. You take a whole week off, no problem. And these and, yeah. and these guys' lives are a disaster, <laughs> a real disaster. Damn. Nah, well, it's a good show. It's it's a dark dark comedy, and it's right up my alley. It's very uh, very like FX kind of dark fucking theme type deals. Louder milk, yeah. I, it came out in 2020. I don't know if they're going to make more. I don't know anything about it, but I binged that whole fucking show in, in two days. You watch anything? You got a TV or no? Uh, I got a TV. I've just been watching Rosemary's Baby like over and over for some fucking reason. Like, I don't know what that says about me, but like I just like that movie a lot. Weird. <laughs> yeah, that's some shit. That's some shit you tell your therapist and they're like, damn. Like, yeah, it's like it's a cool movie, man. It's about like, Mia Farrow. She gets raped by the devil. It's a cool. Like, no one believes her. Cool, relaxing like, movie. I like to watch over and over. It's shot really well. <laughs> uh, take a sip. Let's do some power tunes, and then we'll get out of here. Because there's going to be this show. <clears throat> this show's going to come out on Friday, and then um, there might be a double drop on Friday if we can get a scheduling time from C.J. Sullivan. To give us his gambling gambling tips and give us a full breakdown of the NFL weekend. My song of the week, gnarly. It's here and now by Stained. <laughs> off of their <laughs> off of their newish 2023 album, Confessions of the Fallen. It is. Oh no. It is such hot garbage. It is that I like. It's garbage. Okay. It, it is my kind of garbage that I like. It is butt rock? If it sounds just like an old Stain song, yeah, <clears throat> heard it on like the local classic rock station. They played this, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know this Stain song because I know all the other ones." Yeah, St- mm-hmm. Stain's Stain's kind of dope. So I uh, yeah, they got some classics. So I looked it up. I was like, "Motherfuckers came out with a new album. <laughs> what is this?" Damn. Here and now by Stained. If you like Stained and Daughtry and fucking <laughs> um, all that shit that I fucking not so secretly enjoy, like, I, I like nice stuff too, but I like fucking McDonald's music as well. You'll love this mm. fucking song. It's 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 straight up Stained, baby. It's and I like on that right now. Why I liked it was that when I listen to that, it's like, oh, that sounds just like music used to sound like when i was you mm-hmm. know a younger man things were all chill so really drawn <laughs> to it <laughs> what are you listening to uh t-rex that album slider it's just all bangers on that oh yeah yeah fucking, real nice fucking real good. glam rock really good and they did some of those albums on that documentary i think you really enjoy it it's fucking my oh, sweet yeah i need to run that it's fucking mind-blowing shit because you just you know you look at uh, different Led Zeppelin covers. You just like, well, it's just it is face. It's face value. It is what it is. Then they show mm-hmm. you how they made that shit. Like they took like a bunch of fucking picture photographs and like hand developed them and then pieced them together. There's no fucking computers then. You know, they, art. They made that art. It's fucking crazy. So hell yeah, yeah. They did a. They did the. They did quite a few T Rex, I believe, that they show in the. In the thing it's fucking wild all right Sweet. this is a nice hang yeah man nice to have you back on the program and uh now yeah, that you're, now that you're yeah. free, now that you're freed up we're gonna do some more of these it'll be nice like, yeah man hit me up and i don't work till fucking like eight o'clock out here i know you're so tra- sweet i got time i know you're trying to stay out of trouble but you know it's 
be nice if you got into yeah. some mischief that you could share on the program. <laughs> yeah, I honestly probably will. I just got to stay away from the drugs, which I know I can. But like, that's that's why I am still alive, and that's why I do not go to jail because I don't I don't do fucking hard drugs, and that's really it. If you stick to like Lone Stars and weed, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Even if you got pinched, you can fix that. You can't yeah. fix getting pinched by a Dallas cop in a cowboy hat who finds coke oh. in your pocket. <laughs> You're, oh. He's going to ruin your fucking life. Yeah, I think you get executed for that shit out here. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> they just do it right there on the spot. Sorry. Yeah, do it in the county jail. I'm like, this isn't legal, dude. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Sorry, boy. You you want to you want to turn around for this? or We just do it right here. <laughs> we just do it right here. Man, that, that fine's like... That fine's eight thousand dollars. You don't. I can tell you, you ain't got that, boy. We might as well just do this right here. Yeah, eight thousand dollars or eight thousand pumps, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh yeah, you also don't want that. You don't want. <laughs> you don't want guys that grew up in a in a homophobic area who've been holding uh-huh. it in for a long time, <laughs> and then now it's free game to take little fellas like you. Yeah, and I got nice hair. <laughs> you got nice hair, boy. <laughs> we gonna sh- we gonna shave that mustache so it's nice and smooth Hell on yeah, my dude. penis. <laughs> really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, is she sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves, sipping some natty lights. Late nights and bar frights, rocking the Winston lights, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, just to a Detroit groove. All American dudes, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove. Just some American dudes, I'm making power moves. I'm making power.